Do you want to see my notes? They don't mean anything. That's all I'm going to do. Okay. Us, you. This is a special edition of the show. <laughs> I thought that said sex education. This is a sex education, education episode of the show. Christine, I here for your sex edition. <laughs> all right, let's do this. Welcome aboard the Little Red Bandwagon. We are a twice weekly podcast dedicated to celebrating the radio show slash podcast Too Beautiful to Live. On Mondays, we release a weekly recap of the last week of TBTL. And on Saturdays, we typically release an interview with a 10 talking about his or her experiences with the show. But this is a special edition of the Little Red Bandwagon and joining me for it. Immediately across the table from me in Lake City, Washington, Christy Wise. Hello. Hi, Christy. <laughs> this is exciting being here together. It is. And Jeremy's here too, but he doesn't have a mic uh, because that's the way we do things on LRB. <laughs> this is a special edition because as some of you may know, especially if you are caught up with TBTL, this has been a busy week in the world of TBTL. It has been our picnic at Chateau Saint-Michel. So it's been busy for Tens, and it's been busy for Luke, and it's been busy for Andrew, but it's been particularly busy for our very own Christy Wise and producer, Jeremy Holmes. Christy, you're smiling. Why has it been so busy? Um, because Jeremy engaged me at the picnic. <laughs> what? Is yes. that how you say it? Yes, he did indeed. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you're hearing it here first. If for some reason you haven't seen the 18,000 posts on Facebook <laughs> and you've not listened to the picnic show yet, Jeremy and Christy are engaged. And thanks to whoever it was that posted the announcement so that my sister saw and I got a text message that said, it's not really cool to find out that you got engaged on Facebook. It's the 21st century, guys. I don't know what to tell you. So instead of an interview this week, we wanted to take you down a trip down memory lane. This was our third picnic at Chateau Saint-Michel and my first being here for it, but I've certainly listened to them all. What did you think about Chateau Saint-Michel? I thought it was bucolic and I didn't get a chance to look at the other 36 wineries near Chateau yeah. Saint-Michel, but I'm pretty sure it looked like the biggest and the best. It is. Yeah. Um, I don't know if the wine's the best. I'm not a wine drinker. But it, it, they have the, they were the first and the best. I took a trip into Linked. the, the room and I took a look at the wall of all the different wines and I picked myself out a nice red blend, a moderately priced red blend, a little bit more than a lot of the ones that were up front and corked it right outside the door of the gift shop and proceeded to drink all of it at the picnic and it made for a great picnic. So I don't think I could ask for anything more. What was your favorite snack? <laughs> Um, well, I don't want to be vain and say that, uh, the cat roll sandwiches that, uh, that Will and Aiden put together, but the little man sauce, uh, Aiden's hot sauce for the sandwiches was pretty amazing. Um, I was also impressed with the fried chicken that Phyllis Fletcher brought. Okay. That's like a famous chain around here. And there was, um, 
some flaming Hot Cheetos registered trademark dessert bars. Were those good? I didn't try them. Okay. But I'm glad that they exist. Okay. Um, but I have to say overall, uh, friend of the show, Kevin Farewell, uh, surprised the pants off of me figuratively by showing up with an entire banquet setup for his own version of Rochester, New York favorite garbage plates. If you have not gone back and listened to the episode we did with Kevin last week, please do. It's a treat. And he lived up to his word, bringing farewell plates to the picnic. And it was good, right? Yeah. And I, I don't eat that. I don't eat meat. So it was that delicious. Was a meat it was surprise. all sorts of meat. And as I explained to people, including Kevin at the picnic, I was so ready to pretend to like <laughs> his oh, garbage really, plates. really, good. Oh. Yeah. Because he put a lot of effort into it. But actually... I was wowed. It's the first time I've had kielbasa on a garbage plate, and I think that's going to be his signature thing. It's really good. Okay. I'm hungry now, so we need to get ready to go to dinner. Here's the deal, guys. We're going to throw in right now for you the first and second time live shows have been done from Chateau Saint-Michel. That's 2012 followed by 2014. And then, of course, you've got 2015 this week from TBTL. We'll talk more about the picnic and everything that happened this week on your Monday edition. Until then, Christy? This is the next party. And thanks for coming out to the picnics, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the uh, first, and we hope not the last, TBTL Chateau Saint-Michel Summer Fun Times Potluck. Thanks for coming out. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Wait, I have sound effects. Hold on. Can we turn up my sound effects? Because this, you're going to laugh your ass off when you hear this. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Wait, I think even louder would be funnier. That's as loud as it goes. All right, well, just um, in your own minds, say the audio drops uh, to yourselves quietly so you don't interrupt your neighbors or disturb them. Uh, thank you guys very much for coming out to this thing. Um, uh, uh, you guys have brought some uh, amazing food, a lot of it uh, TBTL-themed, and uh, someone figured out a way to sneak hard alcohol in here in the form of jello shots, which I think, let's be honest, we're stretching that as a dessert. But that's good. I mean, I like your I like your ingenuity, Tier. Actually, that wasn't Tier. That was Christy, right? I like your I like your ingenuity, C-Wise. Um, I would like to uh, introduce you to uh, a couple of my good friends. Uh, this is uh, producer Andrew Walsh. Who uh, I might have tacos when I go home. I'm not quite sure yet. Hey, everybody. So is this, at this very moment, Andrew's standing in front of these people, talking to the microphone. Is this literally the nexus of every stress dream you've ever had? This is what I've been waiting for my entire life. Are you kidding me? It's all been building to this. This is if this were like the movie Eight Mile. This is where we learn you can battle rap, and like, are we doing that? Yeah. Oh, great. Later, later with the other place out. Also, right here uh, next to me is Japan's number one mixer, Mr. Yeah, make uh, me a filet mignon or mignon. That's uh, Sean Dettori. If you guys could uh, welcome him to the uh, table here. Hi, <laughs> Sean. You've had a very important job uh, so far today, uh, which has been. Um, you're the official food judge of this potluck. Yeah, yeah, it's true. And um, we're going to have you actually announce your uh, your winner for three categories: appetizer, salad. Uh-huh. That's one. Yep. Uh, main course. Right. And then dessert. And if somebody bought a dessert pizza from Godfather's, I think they win immediately. Did anybody bring a dessert pizza? Uh, not that I know of. Okay. 
So I'm it's sorry. Like, uh, I'm in sort of a food coma. I've been eating all night. I'm sorry. That was a little bit weird. Okay. Um, so uh, let's. Uh, here's how it's going to work. Sean is going to uh, decide on on which three items he liked the most out of the different categories. And um, do you do you have any indication as to who made these things? Or are you just going to like? Try to describe it. That's the thing is I didn't want to know from anybody what they made. People came up to me and said, hey, Sean, have you tried the such and such and the whatnot, whatnot? I'm like, I don't even think that's a food. Although the whatnot, whatnot was incredible. A little garlicky. Yeah, that actually was a little garlicky. So I don't know what anybody's made except for this thing right here. I think this was made by Adam, this pie, raspberry pie thing. Well, let's start. Let's start with the That's appetizer the salad division. By the way, I would like to mention that if you uh, win, you get your choice of three uh, incredible. It's one out of three incredible prizes that I found in the TBTL broadcast office literally seconds before I came here. So expect quality, guys. Um, but there are prizes for this, uh, this part. Um, so uh, tell us a little bit about the appetizer salad portion of the potluck. What did you like? What did you not like? Okay. Who are we kicking out, I think, is what this really gets down to. Right. So uh, the second plate that I had was consisted mostly of the uh, appetizers and salads and some breads and such. Uh, the second plate I was not able, not able to finish because the first plate I was not a professional food taster, and I ate everything. So wait. So what was the first plate? The first plate was main course. So you started with the main course, as everyone does. When there's something called appetizers on the menu, right, sure. So you, Hey, well, to be fair, the, appeti- uh, the appetizer side dish beginning plate was covered by a tostado, and it was a very delicious tostado. Okay, so you, you, you basically killed your, you killed your sort of hunger with the first thing you ate, leaving almost no room for the second thing, which was technically, by most people's standards, the first thing you should have eaten. Who's on first? Okay, so what, what did you, even though you weren't able to eat it, what did you like, I guess, visually no, what I, from the appetizers? From the appetizers, what I really enjoyed uh, was there was a, a small little sort of skewer of um, uh, meat and, and cheese and fruit, I think, and that was really tasty. There was some chicken on one. Now, are you declaring that the winner, um, or are you just saying you liked it? I'm saying that I really, really liked that, and that would be sort of number one, along with... Uh, you, the, we only have three prizes, so... No, it's a tie between the pasta salad and that little tiny skewer with chicken and cheese and some fruit on it. We're going to need a, a tiebreaker then. Um, because we... we um, can we make them fight? Yes, we can. We can make them play badminton. Sorry, kids. Fun's over. Um, I, I'll, I'll just go ahead and choose for the, for the appetizer that I really like. And you don't know who made what, so you're not like picking favorites. No, or not I don't anything. know. I don't know anything. Okay. Uh, I really like... Hold on. I think I have a drum roll in here somewhere, which I'm sure will really build the drama. Um, is this it? If you've got cute hair, I'm going to say, damn, girl, you got some cute hair. That's not the drum roll. That was supposed to be Kim Holcomb's introduction, but just remember that in your head when uh, she comes on. All right. So between the uh, pasta salad and the uh, thing that you're having a really hard time describing in a clear way... <laughs> What one? I'm choosing the skewer that has chicken, fruit, and cheese on it. All right, who made that? Who made a... Who made a... a, It was a a little mini skewer, like about an inch tall. Did anybody... Is that Jack? Get on up here, buddy. Good job. What did you like about this, Sean? 
Uh, I really like the combination of the chicken, the cheese, and the fruit. And I also really enjoyed the fact that once you're done with that tiny meal, you're left with a toothpick to clean your teeth. Jack, can you head over to that, that microphone? That's the official winner's microphone. Um, wow. Would, would those be Jack's Roma cheddar pork kebabs? Yes, yes they are. Delicious. Thank oh, you now, very much. And now you can add award-winning. <laughs> um, so, Jack, you have your choice of, uh, of three different prizes. Um, let's see. In no particular order, there is uh, this. Uh, it's a tweet by Kanye West, but this lady on Etsy embroiders them. And uh, this one says, you basically can say anything to someone on an email or text as long as you put LOL at the end. That was sent September 16th. Uh, so there's that. It's one of the prizes, possible prizes. Uh, there uh, are these amazing, and this is really kind of more interesting to TBTL people, but these are these, um, these TBTL Crocs that someone made for us. This really weaves together everything in the world we hate. Um, uh, Crocs, lolcats, and, uh, and the like. And they, I think they threw these over the power lines outside of the radio station. As a, it was a guy named John, I believe, in Everett, who was a, was a dear listener. Uh, sadly, he died in a Crocs accident. But, um, but we remember him fondly. Anyway, so there are those... And then there is, I think, really the piece de resistance, which is most of a litter quitter. Um, not all of it, because I couldn't find, like, two of the rings. But I don't have a cat anymore, and this was the system I bought on Sky Mall to try to potty train uh, the cat that I was living with. And again, it's not all of it, but it does have the DVD. So I would say... Um, and you know what? Actually, there is a fourth prize. This is a bottle of, uh, of Sweetberry wine that was mailed to us from some listeners in Iowa. It has Dr. Steve Rule on it. So I guess you really have your choice of uh, four, Jack. What would you, would you like? I'll go for the wine, thanks. You will take the wine. Okay. I want you to know it's mostly human urine. Because so, it's not Chateau Saint-Michel. And Thank I think you. We know that non-Chateau Saint-Michel wine is not even drinkable. But it's a great uh, like thing on the shelf, right? Congratulations, Jack and his Roma Cheddar pork kebabs. Okay. So far, so good. Now, to the one thing you did eat, the main course. Are you eating again? I have to try the desserts, dude. This is you're judging it as this is like you're currently judging. I didn't have time to make it to the desserts. You had like an hour and a half. <laughs> All right. Main course. Just tell us the goddamn main course and we'll, we'll let you eat your dessert. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um... Hold on, I forgot. You know why you're having such a hard time? Because we don't have your music on, and I, I apologize. This is Judging with Sean DeTori. It's a lot like cooking with Sean DeTori in that it usually goes really sideways. Um, okay, main course. What did you like in the main course division? I liked a lot of the main courses. I got to tell you that there are some main courses I did not get to because you arrived late, and that's your fault, not my problem. Um, I really enjoyed... The tortellini, it was very delicious and spicy. I also enjoyed the chicken kebab, and the, uh, the chicken taco was delicious. Um, there were other things I tried that were um, good. What I really enjoyed most, though, I'm going to go and make a decision right now, and I'm going to tell you that I really enjoyed the chicken taco. Chicken, chicken soft-shell taco. Who made a chicken soft-shell taco, please? Come up to the winner's microphone. Congratulations. Um, 
There's part of a litter quitter in your future, I think, if you play your cards right. What is your name? My name's Elise. Is this an old family recipe, Elise? No, I tried it once. This was the first time? No, I tried it one other time. Oh, good. Because, I mean, like, seriously, have some dignity. You're coming to a potluck, a radio potluck. Don't have us be the come-out role (laughs) on these chicken tacos. Yes. What did you, I mean, what was the secret ingredient to this? A lot of cilantro. Cilantro. Cilantro and lime. Can't go wrong. Okay, what would you like um, as your prize? Again, there are the Crocs, there is the uh, partial litter, uh, litter uh, quitter, and then there's um, some size like 9XL t-shirts from the Mariners game. Uh, is the cross-stitch still there? The cross-stitch, yes, yeah. I forgot about that. Yes, it is. Here it is. Nice. Choice. Elise, Great congratulations. Choice. So I'd like to apologize in advance to whoever wins this last category because there's only shit left up here. But... Um, no, I just mean in terms of prizes. <laughs> the desserts are amazing. The prize is a little less uh, inspiring. But Sean is just finishing up here, uh, trying the desserts. What do they say, like, the definition of insanity is, right? It's like doing the same thing and expecting a different outcome. I feel like this is... I don't see where the problem is. <laughs> this We're... is like the thousandth time we try to do one of these things, and we always get the same outcome, which is you power eating a cupcake on stage and <laughs> no. not knowing about Here's... any of the food categories. Here's the thing. is by the time you get to me, in about 10 seconds, I'll have my decision, Luke. Okay. So we got to fill for 10 seconds. I can't. I, the pressure is. I do. We set up this uh, croquet over here, and my concern was that it was a little, a little antisocial to be off kind of away from the crowd. Um, no one played croquet that I could tell, but I did see kids using it as Olympic-style hurdles, clearly inspired by Lolo Jones. Um, and so, and there's that kid right there, that blonde guy. I like your moves. I like your moves. All right, Sean. That's all the vamping I've got. All right. In the Deezer category, what did you like? What I really enjoyed was the, uh, now this is, this is a flash decision. The, um, the Rice Krispie cake. I like Rice Krispie treat. It has a little bit of peanut butter in it. All right. Rice Krispie treat with peanut butter in it. And it looks like some marshmallows. Come on up. Delicious. Nice t-shirt. Where do you get one of those? Uh, you know. A lot of listeners would like to know the answer to that question. You know, I, I heard a lot of them got lost in the mail. Yeah. Yeah. It was a crazy, <laughs> crazy three years for the U.S. mail system. Um, what's your name? Megan. Megan. Where are you from? Uh, Waffle. Oh, Okay. So we have people who came from like New York. So I know. I just. I mean, they're they just like us more. But I mean, that's yeah. fine. Like we were happy you're here. We're happy you made the Rice Krispie treats. Uh, what's your um, what's your trick? What's your secret on these? Pinterest. Pinterest, the website. <laughs> yes. How did Pinterest help you? Uh, I needed a dessert that I could make somewhere between four thirty and five thirty this afternoon. Ah, uh, I see. And uh, that one looked like it would be. Doable. So you went on Pinterest, and this uh-huh. was like the first thing you saw. Well, no, I pinned it a while ago. Oh, okay. I, I don't have. A, I'm, I'm not Ann Romney, so I haven't been on Pinterest very much. But uh, well, I'm actually 85. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. Well, congratulations. You now have your choice of. You know what? I will. Uh, I don't. Well, let me ask you. Do either of these prizes, the litter quitter, uh, the uh, the the Crocs. Or the uh, the oversized Mariners T-shirts. Do any of them sound appealing? Because there's also the basket I brought them in, which is not bad. This is not. A, I mean, let's be honest. Not a terrible basket. You know, I, I... <laughs> it is interesting. <laughs> Whoever said that? Good one. I said that. That was my joke. I'm the uh, best. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, you know, I'll take the Crocs. You'll take the Crocs. Okay. Congratulations, Megan. Whoa. Yeah, those were made in China, which is. 
Don't overpay for your novelty TBTL crux. Hey, big round of applause for our winners and also for all of you guys who uh, took the time to, uh, to cook some stuff and bring it out and, uh, and just uh, come out in general. Um, so uh, we have kind of a, a tradition on these uh, TBTL get-togethers where we, um, where we like to play TBTL trivia, and it's usually the uh, TBTL staffers against people who listen to the show. And the history of this uh, competition is that we have lost every time in knowing about the show that we all work on. So, um, so we have someone here who's going to be able to help us out with this. Uh, your host for the TBTL trivia, please welcome uh, Kim Holcomb. I'm going to say, damn, girl, you got some cute hair. And she does have some cute hair, doesn't she? Now, these questions were written by our dear friend Drew McFrizz, who's now down in Austin. Uh, because, of course, uh, uh, first of all, neither Andrew, Sean, or I know anything about the show. But also, if we wrote the questions, it wouldn't be fair. So we had, we had Drew McFrizz write the questions, and then he emailed them to you. So we've never seen them, right? Correct. You can take that off the stand if you want. This... It looks a little awkward. No, it looks good. I mean, it looks natural. It looks very casual. Get my squats in since I didn't yeah. go to the gym today. Yeah. Okay. If we wanted to know about your workouts, we would follow you on Twitter. <laughs> like I do. Like I do, yeah, guys. If you're not following Kim on Twitter, you should start right now because, first of all, she's hilarious. Lots of and workout information. Second, <laughs> Kim, the, the, the like arc of each day for Kim Holcomb on Twitter is incredible. It's like she wakes up with big hopes. At some point, she works out, but then there's a bottle of wine that she pre-opened before the workout that at the end true. of that rainbow. That's true. And then something usually about eating, like, a bag of caramel corn. Hi, everybody. <laughs> I meant all of that as a compliment, as weird as that sounds. Okay, so um, we need to find uh, uh, some listeners that we can uh, square off against. Now, here's the thing. We've done this a few times. So, first of all, if you haven't, if you've already done this once at a different competition a different TBTL get-together, and I'm talking to you, pink stuff. Um, if you've already, if you've, and you're on my last nerve, Gwenny, seriously, get it together. Uh, no, if, you, if you've already uh, competed, uh, we, we would ask you to let somebody else do it. But is there, uh, can we get a show of hands people who think that they know more about TBTL than, than we do? Christy, have you, you've not done it before? All right. What's that? Uh, okay, that, I'm sorry. That's that's Christy won the last written competition. I do like how you're specific, though, and drawing these very fine point distinctions that don't really count. Um, okay, uh, have you have you done this before? Okay, if you've done the written one and, and almost one. Okay, what about, what about you? Get up here, Denim. And Dave, Dave from Stanwood. If you haven't done one, get up here. Anybody else? Who came the furthest? Can we figure out who? Um, who, who's the, but who, but, but that's Melisande, right? You, but do you think you, I mean, there's a lot of pressure. All right, all right, let's get Melisande from New York up here, who hung up, uh, hung out with me at what is possibly, even by our standards, the least attended TVTL event in New York. It was me and Melisande. It was fun, we had a fun time. Well, we had to pour you into a cab, you had to get back to Staten Island. If memory serves. All right, so here's how it's going to go. Uh, we have a bunch of these questions. And, Kim, you are going to um, – I, I don't know what the point system is. Do you have, I mean, how much have you been preparing for this very important role? All 20 seconds I was just talking to Sean and Andrew. Good, yeah. good. That's yes. about that's, – that's, that's what we call an editorial meeting, by the way. <laughs> are you guys taking notes on this? <laughs> um, um, 
Uh, well, you ask a question. I guess yeah. we give them the first opportunity to answer. Oh, no. How does See? this work? Why, doesn't it, why don't we alternate it? Okay. That's how they do it on the... Um, I think we should have a chance. We have those impossibly thin mics we're supposed to use for this segment. Right, and they need, like, the, the yeah. blazer, the colored... Okay, so why don't we do blazer? this? Why don't we start off... Dave, you have an idea? Well, we have a question. Are we competing against each other or against, as a group against, against us? You? It's yeah. you're as a group. You're as a group. So we can give it to them first. If they miss it, we get a shot. If they get it, good for them, but then it's our turn yeah, next. It just goes back and forth. Okay. okay. And we'll call it the steal if they miss it and we get it. Or we try to get it. It's okay. To borrow your pen. Oh yeah, please. Right. And you have some quiz music, right? Oh yeah, I do. I forgot. Yeah, it's it's really... as if we had not planned this at all. <laughs> all, right. all right. The first question goes to the tens. How many free drinks have Luke and Jen, or Sean and Andrew for that matter, received from the much talked about Azteca since beginning the show in early 2008? That would be zero. That would be correct. Damn you. And I so mean that directed towards the owners of that Azteca. Damn them. Yes, it's great for two. All right. This goes to the men. Now, a guy I met in the Mandarin Gate parking lot on Friday, that is a different story. A lot of free drinks. I think there was something weird going on with that one. All right. What dish was prepared in the Cooking with Sean DeTore prison edition? Well, that would be Prezine, but you want to know what it oh, actually is. Oh, Prezine edition. Oh. Yeah, yeah. What's the... Uh, it was mackerel. Canned mackerel. Breaded mackerel, right? Oh, yeah. Mackerel and Cheez-Its. That is correct. Thank you. One to one. We don't have a... I guess, are you the scorekeeper also, Kim? Evidently. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know there was going to be math involved in this job. Does that involve more me. money for you, by the way? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Pay up. All right. This goes to the tens. What is the official TBTL unit of measurement for risotto and effing sequins? Well, since I brought Mayron with me to the Ross and Burbank trivia night, I do know. Th- are we saying the full thing here? Sure, why not? There's be, chil- there are children. That would be tons of fucking risotto. There you go. That is correct. All right. Two All right. to one. Jen, Luke, or Andrew just received an email pitching a guest with nothing relevant or interesting to say. Finish this sentence. No thank you. I feel like it's almost as if we've been working on this show for a while because (laughs) I have known the answer to these. You know it? Go for it, Shani. No thank you, Rich Gazarian. That is correct. Somebody today uh, was asking me about this uh, character who's uh, billed as my agent who shows up on the show from time to time. And I, uh, I told him that that's uh, a friend of mine who is just pretending to be my terrible agent. But he was like, please tell me Rich Gazarian is still a real person. And he is. I'm happy to report Rich Gazarian is a very real person. I actually Googled him to learn how to spell his name correctly. I'm sure you've He's been pitched. super real. I can't <laughs> believe you haven't, like, at King 5 had... He's a ra- no, no. He's the radio marketer. He makes it very clear in everything he does. It's really what about working out. Rich Lola Honey Bone. What was that? Lola Honey Bone. Oh, Lola Honey Bone. Is that real? That that was nice. Wow, Melisande, you're really paying attention. Yeah, what was that? What was the story behind that? We read Jen read her name somewhere. I'm not sure. Okay, it's a good name. Okay, All right, so it's two to two. This is a Back real barn burner, people. This is a more recent question. We'll see if you've been listening. 
What affliction was Luke struggling with during the rooftop Blue Angels show? What affliction was Luke struggling with? Pussy. Is it an STD? Can you is give it, us a hint? Is it called? It was a physical affliction. Is it called pussy ass friend a, <laughs> who has to go inside? I think this is to them, right? Hurtful. Yeah. And pussy-ass friend is not on the table. They were just arrested by Vladimir Putin. That is terrible to see. Three pe- Come on, guys. I agree with the dogs. <laughs> Who let them out, by the way? I just was trying to get to the bottom of that for years. Rooftop Blue Angels edition. Physical. You guys, get up here. Can I get a clarification? Does it have to do with childish screaming? <laughs> or is this no, something it was not a verbal that affliction. Was something he, he said it he was could not, not a control. verbal okay. affliction. No. It was not mental, it was physical. I don't even remember that, and I feel like I remember my physical afflictions vividly. Do you remember this? I mean, Andrew? are you guys you're passing They're passing. This. The right, tables could turn can now. Can we talk for Here's a second? Ch- yeah, you can, can consult you one another. Any knock-knock jokes can we I know can we talk no slash check jokes. this out because Should I don't I think this is normal. <laughs> The question was, what affliction was Luke struggling with during the rooftop Blue Angels show? He complained about something on the roof during the Blue Angels show. Some physical situation he was having. The sad part is Andrew has already named like 13 physical things that are wrong with me, which none of which are even the answer. By the way, have you been using that salve I gave you? Because that should totally clear it up. Can I just take a moment while we're... Oh, maybe afterwards, no question. Can I just take a moment to mention that uh, our friend uh, Marsha has uh, two bottles of Chateau Saint-Michel wine that are over there with little Sharpies and those are to be signed for uh, Jason and Jennifer. Little message and we're going to mail it back to them and that was courtesy of listener Marsha so first of all, don't no toca nada, okay? Those are not for you. Those are for Jen and Jason but if you want to go by and sign them, they would really appreciate it. So um, I'm not any closer to figuring out what my physical ailment was. I mean, was. you just want to go with mine? Let's go, we yeah. we got to end this thing. Ball sweat. Uh, he was sweating profusely. Can you be more specific in the area oh, of his I, body oh, in his which he was breast. Man boob sweat. Yes. That is correct. Yes. Thank you. Yes. We're wow. actually winning this thing. I win and you are, lose. You are, you are ahead by one. Now I... Yeah. Oh, uh, you've I, never I had it's it. What, it's what Drew McFrizz wrote. I read it. I it's don't, no yeah. picnic. Yeah. Okay. So now I believe it is back to you, despite the fact that you got that answer okay. correct. Oh, yeah. That was yeah. a steal. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, that was okay. a steal. From which college does Jen claim to have a medical degree? I, I'm really uh, impressed with myself because I know the answer to this. What if we just say it first? <laughs> For the steal. Do you guys know this? Who's Jen? <laughs> <laughs> I'm really bad at games. <laughs> no, do you oh, remember? Too soon, dude. Too soon. Sorry, I was joking. Hey, hey, hey Shawnee, do you remember? Uh, no, I, it, I can almost remember. All right, Everybody you guys. knows. I, okay. You, I'm giving this one How away. How about that? Why don't we do this? Because there's, it's all sort of the tens against you. Yeah. What if, like, if all the tens yell it together, okay. then they get the steal? All right, sure, yeah. Okay. All right. So on the count of three, if you guys know the answer, you yell it, Okay. One, two, three. And the tens get that. That's right. Okay. <laughs> tens for the score, just through, like, you know, vocalization. 
All right, so now it's tied, three to three. Is that right? This one goes to you guys? That is correct. Okay. Yeah. Let's go, um, let's go best of seven on this. So if you guys get this, you win. If you don't get it and we steal, we win. And I finally get that breast sweat surgery that I've been <laughs> saving up for. All right. What was the original frequency, radio call letters, and time slot for TVTL? Original frequency, radio call letters, and time slot for TBTL. That would be uh, 7 to 10 on 710 News Talk, Cairo. That is correct. Wait, what was the frequency? Oh, yeah, the frequency. Well, 7, 10 a.m. A.m., there it is. 7 to 10. All right, fine, you win. There it is. The tens you win. win. You're the best. Yeah, but what were the call letters? <laughs> Congratulations, you guys. You win. And I would say uh, good luck figuring out how to share this. You guys win the remains of the litter quitter. Thank you very much to Kim Holcomb for uh, for asking those questions. For she's like Price Waterhouse Cooper of a trivia game that uh, that nobody cares about. Um. Oh, yeah, we also, well, believe me, everybody who's here has buttons, right? We also have some TBTL pins that are just for, 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 yeah, sure. Uh, and if you, if you, if we owe you pins still, please come get some. If you have some uh, and you want some more for your jean jacket, whatever, go for that. Um, before we get out of here, and we're going to do, uh, we're going to do karaoke in a minute, um, but uh, I, I wanted to say we got a, uh, we got a special, uh, special message beamed into us from, uh, from parts slightly unknown, and we wanted to play it for you uh, uh, real quick here. So uh, take a listen to this. This is somebody who wishes they were here real bad. Dearest 10s, 11s, Luke, Sean, Andrew, and all those in attendance who have never listened to the show and have no idea what's going on, greetings from Pleasant. I am so sad to be missing this potluck, but I'm so elated that you're all together, being a community, sharing food and wine, and most importantly, sharing the sensibility that is TBTL. Because you are tens, I already know you. I know you are kind, and that when you fail to be kind, you feel bad. I know that you prize intelligence, but try to be self-deprecating about it. And I know that you value taking a little time each day, whether as stens or as time bandits, to revel in all the things that make us human and tie us together. So remember as you set out your picnic that no one here today is a stranger. If you find yourself standing next to someone you don't know, just say, hey, dummy, what got your vote for Song of the Summer? And within moments, you'll be family. Maybe the kind of family that has fistfights about Polish songs, but family nonetheless. I love you all, and I wish you the very best day. Hammer time! All right, so, uh, so there you go. That's, uh, that's a message from our dear friend, uh, Jen Flash Andrews. Um, we're gonna have some. Uh, we're gonna have some karaoke in a minute. These guys are gonna kill it on pour some sugar on me. I mean, you have not heard it till. Are they French bulldogs? What are they? Till French bulldogs have have done it. Uh, I want to be, before we uh, before we wrap up the uh, the spoken word portion. I want to say a big thanks to people who helped make this happen: Jen Martin, Bill Leonard, uh, Jenny Harvey, Jesse Thielen, Michael Simeona, Andrew Walsh, Sean Dettori and everybody from Chateau Saint-Michel, and all of you. You guys, thanks very much for coming. And uh, enjoy the rest of your evening. Except for you. (laughs) 
Sorry, life's tough. All right, Christy, that was 2012. No time to talk. Are you ready for 2014? Are you giving me the direction that I'm not allowed to talk? There's no time to talk because oh. we need to get to 2014. I'm ready. Here you go, guys. 2014. Uh, hi, everybody. From Chateau Saint-Michel in Woodenville, Washington, welcome to the TBTL Chateau Saint-Michel Picnic. My name is Luke Burbank. I'm your host. Uh, this is episode 1,676 in a collector series. It's great to be alive! Celebrate it! That's right. It is great to be alive. We are going to uh, celebrate it. We have the tens of listeners assembled out here in this um, sort of lawn area. There's some um, jerks playing badminton way in the back. It's all right. It's fine. Some people just don't like to party. There are dozens of us. Dozens! Uh, we have actually uh, a variety of things that we want to discuss with you tonight. By the way, there's a, an amazing spread over there if you haven't yet... Um, gotten to the mixtape cake or any of the other delicious treats. We're overrepresented, by the way, on dessert. I don't know what happened with the system, but... It just fills the cracks of the heart. A lot of you are filling the cracks of your heart uh, with the pie and the other delicious things that were brought. Uh, We do have an actual attempt at a show for you tonight. Hi, this is Luke's mom, Susie, coming tonight on TBTL. Uh, We are going to debut a new segment. It's called Yes or No... And uh, we'll explain more about that coming up. Also, we're going to do an Ask Us Anything segment. We invented this great idea to let you ask us anything, and we're really proud of it. It's a totally original thought, despite what you've heard on the Internet. Um, This is new and original here on this uh, Thursday night edition of the show. So we uh, have some questions that have been submitted by the tens of listeners here, and uh, we're going to go through those coming up in a minute. We're also uh, going to – well, we'll talk about a bunch of stuff tonight. First, though, please – Help me in welcoming an old friend of the program. Her name is Jen Flash Andrews. This is the part where you talk. Are you not going to ask me how my day was or about my weight or no leading questions? Well, I was going to ask you, I mean, I mean, you want to do this? Should we do this? <laughs> Should we weigh in? How do you feel about that? Well, I mean, I, you look amazing. Thank you. I appreciate that. I did have to gain 10 pounds because it's required in yeah. the Midwest. And I wanted to... For the role you were playing called mm-hmm. Midwest Resident. Mm-hmm. And I have to say I enjoyed every pound of it. And I'm enjoying... I'm still I'm, I'm yeah. still enjoying it. I sure. actually, I think I've been won over. I think they know what they're doing. Yeah. Out there. Yeah, they're on to something. <laughs> they really are. <laughs> Let's let's let's. I don't actually think any of us want to get into uh, weighing ourselves, particularly when contraposed with our weights when we started doing this radio show, which yeah. was. I look at this episode one thousand six hundred and seventy-six. It's bananas to me that I'm just contraposed was amazing. Is that a word? I, I don't feel, feel like, like it is. But that is sounds like it's wordish. I love it. It could be a word. You know, I have Wi-Fi thanks to Chateau Saint Michel <laughs> here. I'll look that up. Jen, how does it feel to be surrounded by by the tens of listeners and to be kind of back? In this whole scene that you've been taking an extended break from. 
It feels great. I can't believe um, how many people I recognize. I mean, we've all been together a really long time. And I get it. We're not adding new listeners. <laughs> I understand. A lot of these people have been to most of these things. Well, I actually can say that I've been saying, like, are you old school or new school? And most of them are, are actually have went back and listened to the radio shows. So they are newer. Like, you are. You're growing it, man. Um, <clears throat> it is growing working. now. It is growing now. <laughs> By the way, contraposition. In logic, contraposition is the law that says that a conditional statement is logically equivalent to its contrapositive. That's what I meant. I mean, that's what I was going for that, with that statement. Um, so welcome back to town, and thank, thank you. you for being here. This has been a really fun night already. Uh, we also have uh, a friend of mine um, who had a little trouble getting here, but we're very, very glad he made it. Sean DeTori. Sean Hi, Shawnee. Hey. So let's um, let's talk about your trip here tonight because I know a lot of the listeners battled traffic to get here. Thank you very much, you guys, for enduring that. Um, but you you battled a different kind of traffic, a, a, an emotional traffic that lives inside your or something happened yeah. or Somali pirates. Well, something all of the, happened all to of you. The above. What happened? We Tom were, Hanks we were, was involved. It was we, weird. We were going to meet at five o'clock. You left your house at 4 o'clock, and did. you got here Actually, at 7.10. Yep, that's true. What that's, happened? So, I, uh, yeah, I left my house at 4 o'clock, and, um, you know, before that, I looked up the directions on Google Maps just to make sure I had everything sort of in order, all of my sheep in a row. Can I ask you a question? Yep, sure. Is your phone the phone that comes free with plan? <laughs> no. No? No, mine's a, it's a, it's a Galaxy S. It's an Android Galaxy S. It's you have an Android? I thought he had a Nokia hey, non-flip night. phone, so no, yeah. that's a major upgrade from what I thought. I phone that came with your plan. No, uh, you've been gone so long that I've, <laughs> I am now in the future. And the worst part is that plan was Planned Parenthood, and they have... <laughs> look at these kids. They destroyed the... They destroyed the badminton. Those are my kids, Luke. Wow, and that was my badminton. So Lay off This is them. really going down. Thank God we have a backup. <laughs> no, that guy's going to... Jonah... I was guessing. I met a kid named Jonah tonight. It might be who that is. Um, okay. So, okay, Shawnee. So, so what, what happened? Because you, I, I, I feel I like we've been, phone, yeah. we've been having a lot of conversations on TBTL about how prompt you are. Right. Yep. Yeah. Usually, uh, of late, at about the time when you've been not showing up for something at the regular time, what what waylaid you on this trip? Yeah. So I left my house around four o'clock. Took I five north to uh, connect to four o five south. And uh, I missed my exit. Well, that was a, right there was your problem. I looked at the map, and I knew that, that was, I was kind of going out of my way a little bit. But it was the <laughs> same time. It said mileage and time-wise the same as the one that was sort of like straight across. <laughs> okay, I got it. So um, this he is contraposed what, it, and it worked that's out. That's right. Maybe, well, that's classic contraposition. Maybe, I think everybody here knows that. I think Google Maps has <laughs> something out. Something against me. Okay, so, um, so the, but the thing is, then we talked to you, and you were like on two o two. Sure. Why wouldn't I be? I don't know if anybody heard. I don't know if anybody heard the This American Life where they said the five things you never talk about, including the route you took to get somewhere. This is going to be an entire show about the route Sean took to get here, I, and then I'm going to talk about my menses later. I have another, one of the other topics you're not supposed to discuss. I have another C word for you. I took a very circuitous route. Uh-huh. Excellent. Right? Yeah. Great use of that. Except that you were on the 202, which I think is like Fall City to Redmond to Woodenville. Like, that should have... That's what you would think, and you're absolutely right. But I took 202 East instead of 202 West. So, oh. so I took 5 North to 405 South, missed my exit, ended up near Bellevue-Redmond area, 
got off in Redmond. I was like, F that 405 North noise because it was really backed up. Okay. And so I took some Redmond action, my old hometown, my old stomping grounds, and I still was Which lost. Which makes it even it, more surprising that you got as lost as you did. Dude, that town is building up. They have so many what new stores. What was the Galaxy S saying that's, at this point? That's the key question. Wasn't your computer phone telling you how to... Because you called your parents. I did. <laughs> That is not part of the I, standard Galaxy S package. I saw the sign that said, Welcome to Fall City, and I knew I was in a bad way. I was like, F this. Mom, Dad. You really did call your parents. I did. I what called did, them twice. What did they say? <laughs> I said, Hey, so I'm going to, you know, um, Woodenville for a Chateau Saint Michel TBTL thing. And uh, where are you? I was like, I'm, I'm near Fall City. They're like, No. <laughs> They said, do you know where Frankie's is? Frankie's Pizza and Pasta. And I'm like, yeah, I know where Frankie's is. It's down in Redmond. So I turned my ass around, and I go find Frankie's, and they told me to take the first right. So I did. Then I ended up on, like, Education Hill by St. Jude's Church or something. So I had to call them back, and they were like, oh, my bad. It's by the other Frankie's. Right. No, it was actually Frankie's, but the second right. So what about... Two hours and 45 minutes into my voyage, I hit that second right after Frankie's, and then bang, zoom to the moon, I'm here, Alice. Did you, um, wow, you domestically violated and <laughs> violenced yourself right here. Um, domestic violation sounds like a really different thing. Um, did you ever consider just not coming? Yeah. Yes. I cried a little. I swore a lot. And uh, I pounded on my steering wheel, and I was so mad and oh, frustrated. Shawnee. I thought about it going home. It couldn't have helped that I made everybody applaud when you showed up. No, that, no, that helped a lot. Um, um, yeah, so no, I thought, I mean, I, th I was so frustrated, but I knew I was like, I'm going to get there. Well, Sean, I'm glad you made it. I'm yeah. glad you persevered. Yeah. yeah. It, you know, um, surprise, yeah. I've lived here in Washington State for 27 years, believe it or not. Um, uh, speaking of crying, I don't have a any kind of uh, point to this story, but last night, uh, Carrie and I saw a pod of orca whale like at like 500 feet from our house that we're renting. And they were crying? I was crying <laughs> when I almost cried when they went. First of all, I made the same sound that I make when I see the Blue Angels. What is that sound? <laughs> and I... And you started singing, hold me. Yeah. Like the river. I was like the brother me. in there, something about Mary. I just went crazy when I, saw, when I saw those whales. And then I did. I really wanted to start singing yeah. the Free Willy song. Yeah. It was unbelievable. I feel like I had like a, a religious, emotional experience out there standing in the yard looking at – there was about five or six of them, and they were, there was a kite surfer who almost kite surfed on top of them, which has got to be one of the worst days as an orca <laughs> when someone kite surfs into your pod. Sure, and maybe they're – toe gets stuck in your blowhole yeah that'll <laughs> like that would be awful it's like that yeah. seinfeld episode when kramer uh -huh. hits the golf ball and it lands right into the uh hole of the of the whale remember that yeah, i don't remember i Did do you... remember that thanks jen because that's when george costanzo was pretending to be a doctor right yeah and he had to operate yep i do well anyway i saw some orca <laughs> last night and I was. I um, hope you went out there and i mean i hope you were like i was standing out there a man should be I faithful i <laughs> Because I'm, what is it? I'm only human? Yeah. Would that be the next line? I'm only human. I just want to say, if you ever get a chance to look at a pod of orca, it will change your life. I feel like something inside of me has now changed. Hmm. Not for the to, better, to by the way. To what degree? Like, I don't know. I feel, like I, connect, I feel like I connected with nature. First of all, I didn't think we would see this. There was rumors that occasionally this happened near our house. 
but I didn't think it would really happen. Oh, okay. And I th- saw what I thought was a porpoise, but it would like be the largest porpoise you've ever seen. Isn't and that I just, just a fancy dolphin? Yes. Okay. But we don't have dolphins up in the Northwest. I think it's maybe. Do oh, we? is it a different? It's a completely different animal. I don't know. It's like a Northwest Mammal? dolphin. Were, were, a you porpoise. Look, were you looking that direction on porpoise? <laughs> oh. <laughs> How do I turn your mic off? <laughs> I'm here all night. Yeah. <clears throat> He'll be doing his material on 405 no. South yeah. later on. No, if you seriously, need him. I will be here all night because I won't know how to get the <laughs> F home. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just had one of those moments where I, I, I just. I felt very like I was connect- I was thinking maybe Jen because you've been living in all kinds of out of the way places. I mean, did you when you were in the Midwest? Did you ever go on a nature walk and see some kind of a, a wild animal and and like sh- touch hearts? You're hitting me in a really sensitive spot, honestly, because I really want to have that experience. And mm-hmm. every time I'm in nature, what I'm overwhelmed with is why are the birds so loud? <laughs> you know, I yeah. mean, it's supposed to be peaceful, and it's loud, like. Well, how close a proximity are you to these birds? Are you like right next to it? Because that could cause. I would imagine so, because they're very loud. I just nature is one of those things that I feel like if you're a good person, you enjoy it and you go out in it. And in my desire to be a good person, I go out in nature and then I immediately am like, I want to go home right now. Well, I am becoming a good person because I was enjoying the <laughs> shit out of this nature last <laughs> night. Indeed. Well, I hope you had bug spray. I um I <laughs> Carrie went back. The other things you have Carrie went back spray. in after like four mm-hmm. seconds because it was freezing. By the way, it and was it's cold. subarctic yep. out there. That is that is mm-hmm. a true thing. And loud. Um, <laughs> well, anyway, I just wanted to bring you guys up to speed on, on my life. I I, I want to start off the show uh, with a new segment that we're rolling out. It's called um, Yes or No. I know that's not a very sexy name for a segment, but here's the thing: we had a very similar segment called Awesome Not Awesome that we did, but this is the thing. Awesome was a really in-style word when we invented this show, and it's like a very uh, – a really great uh, haircut, maybe like, a, I don't know, a mullet that at one time is – you look at Billy Ray Cyrus and you just think, does it get better than this? No, it doesn't. And then five, six years later, you're like, I don't think that's a good look anymore for humans. Did you consider rad not rad? Like today or back when we did Awesome Not Awesome <laughs> originally? I, I, I mean, it, it crossed my mind. I thought totes. Bay, not bay. Totes, non-totes. Right. Uh-huh. Or mm, not mm. Yeah, I went through mm. every Meh. every Meh. possible thing. And what I decided was I want this segment to be timeless. And you're saying you're saying right here in front of God and all these people that yes and no are never going out of style? Uh, are they? I mean, have that's, they ever been out of style as words? I'm Maybe. just saying. That's brave. <laughs> I feel like yes and no are the safest – that's like the safest two words that we could possibly use in association with one of these segments. Those are very it's, – it's like a very – it's minimalist. It's minimalist core, <laughs> which is what we're going for on this okay. show. Okay. I'm with okay. you. Cool. No, I, I agree. I don't think that they're ever going to like change definition through common usage. And they're not going to be happens. overused. Right. I mean they're not going to become they're – not, they're not so in style that they're going to become out of style. And we can switch them up. We could say nope. We could say yep. There's and mo- a lot of different options. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. See? And we're all doing it. Nah. nah. And these are the sound effects that we'll use. This is if we give something a yes. This is if we give it a no. And maybe most importantly, neither of these sound effects are my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> so that's also a big plus. I'd say that's a huge plus about Everyone's this segment. Everyone's a winner! See? See right there? I played that for you. All right. First topic here in our yes-no segment. Uh, this uh, was a story that was big in the news this week, which was the fight over the knee defender which actually caused the grounding of a flight. 
They were heading from uh, Newark, New Jersey to Denver. They had to land in Chicago's O'Hare Airport because of a fight over, do you guys know what the knee defender is by now? It is a little plastic device. It has a key. It sells for, I want to say it's like uh, 25 bucks or so. And you attach it to the seat in front of you on the airplane so that the person cannot recline their seat into you. We have some knee defenders here, or defenders of the idea of knee defenders. Knee defender defenders. <laughs> knee defender fenders. Mm-hmm. And uh, so this um, guy uh, put the knee defender uh, on the seat in front of him. The uh, was it a, actually was it it was a guy who put the knee yep. defender on, right? And it was a woman in the seat that wanted to recline. And she uh, was like, "Well, the seat is doesn't recline." She called the uh, flight attendant, and they came and they said, "No, this guy's knee defendering you." And the flight attendant asked him to move it, and he refused, and the lady threw water on the guy who was knee-defending uh, himself. And they, it, they apparently this was so terrifying to the crew that they landed the plane in Chicago. They put the plane down. So question number one in our yes-no segment, um, reclining your seat on the plane, yes or no? Flash. I don't think you can do it anymore because of the way that they have restricted legroom. I think if it was the old days... It was fine, but now if, if they're going to make us sit like that where if the person in front of you reclines, you can't go to the bathroom, and then you also get a blood clot in your leg, and then you die, which yeah. is now what happens. I yeah. don't know if you know that. Deep vein thrombosis. Right, exactly. That'll, yeah. Um, then you can't – I just don't think – I think that the way that the airlines have now squeezed us in, we can no longer recline seats. Like this is why we can't do that anymore. It's like we can no longer recline seats. They have okay. to actually – I think they actually have to disable the entire – um, mechanism that allows you to even recline because it's not actually human the way that we have to sit now mm-hmm. with the reclined seats. I wish we could recline. They won't let. It's not me. Right. I already feel like you're right. blaming me. It's not I'm not. Me. No, I'm saying you're giving a yes to the idea of reclining, but you're giving a no to actually reclining yeah, in the world, the current world we live in. The world we live in, we, in. in, we okay. can't do it. Sean DeTore, yes, seat recline. No, seat recline. Uh, I say yes, seat recline. Mm. I mean, the option is there. And so if the, as long as the option is there, that means that we, as people mm-hmm. – um, I almost went into a Braveheart thing there. Uh, <laughs> just, we, we should be able to recline if we want to. Um, and if the person that is sitting behind the seat that is being reclined upon, right? You know, if you are getting frustrated with that person that is leaning back into your lap yeah. and you have to go to the bathroom really bad uh, and you want to make a point – just make sure to grab on top of that seat as you get up and shake it a little bit as you're standing up, you know, just to give that a little bit so of That is so less bad than what I thought you were going to describe as the punishment. <laughs> <laughs> I really felt like this was going down a road of urinating on the person, which I wasn't, by the way, going to disagree with. No, that's if they don't recline. You just start peeing on them. Right. Okay. Great. Um, I, I, I don't feel like any of that is but, workable. No, but the knee defender, how long has this thing been around? Is it's that actually even been legal? around. Is that legal? Uh, I don't know. If it's, it's up to uh, the FAA, of course, got a million calls yesterday. It's up to the individual airline if they allow it. Oh, really? So you have to show. So it is legal. It should not be allowed on planes, first of all, because you paid for the right to recline your seat. Right. So if Where somebody, is that written? Um, it's, it's, in Sky it's Mall. A, it's assumed. <laughs> It's actually at the back. It's after the giant crossword puzzle that takes up an entire wall. I will, by the way, read. I'm giving a big yes to um, Sky Mall and Hammerker Schlemmerker. Hammerker Schlemmerker. I, w- I will read the shit out of some Sky Mall. And I'm, I'm excited every time. I don't, it's amazing to me because it's, they, there's nothing new in Sky Mall. It's like a giant rock you put over a faucet in your yard. It's um, 
a uh, there's a Hobbit section now. There's like a Lord of the Rings section when you get way to the back. Do you know about this? No. Are you, you know, not reading Sky Mall? You real? know my system. <laughs> Which is what? Half a Xanax and a glass of wine. Oh, yeah. I love you. You love me. Yeah. If the terrorists take the plane, let me yeah. sleep through it. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> I thought you were going to rhyme at the end. Um, I honestly don't know anything that even happens on planes. Okay, well, here's what I you're missing out on, involved. among other things. A hot dog and bun toaster. Oh, I've seen that. Is, that's genius. <laughs> Wait a minute. You put the hot dog. You mean you put the there's actual There's a couple of little slots the, for the hot dogs, and, and the there's bun. a couple of slots for the buns, and then you just toast away. <laughs> just and, and you're, you're into it. I mean, that's something that... <laughs> Listen, depending on how the next TV telethon goes, I'm buying one of those. <laughs> I really do read this. I read the SkyMall magazine with great excitement every single play. They have the coolest things. Play. They have, like, I think they have, like, a floating flower pot. They have, like, they have the weirdest I have been in so many in pools there. where I'm just like, you know what? This needs some flowers. <laughs> this is a bullshit pool without any flowers. Let's get that going. Like a hovering flower pot, not like a floating flower pot that you put in the water. You mean it hovers above the ground? I'm just saying I'm sure that they have that. <laughs> I don't know that they do. So you made that up. So you were like thinking. So now you just was just like Sean's imaginatorium of sure. all the things this that could exist. You went with hovering flower pot. <laughs> yeah, sure. You were in the car for a long time. <laughs> can I can I just say one other thing about this story that really Absolutely. enrages me? Flight diversion. Are you guys? I mean, why are we diverting these flights? I, I don't understand it. There's no I, – I actually – I've watched enough ER. I feel like I could probably intubate. I could definitely deliver a kid. There is – I can't think of any reason unless someone is actually perishing to divert a flight. If two people get in a fight, just move them to the aisle. That's right. There's no move reason. Move them to the aisle and yeah. what, have them duke it out? Yeah. yeah, sell tickets. Yeah, I'm just saying like as okay. long as it doesn't get near me, I don't care. Fight all you want. You know that one – plane when the guy was being drunk and disorderly they duct taped into the seat i think that's great yeah. there's a you should never if i was on that flight i would be so infuriated why yeah. don't we just on every flight reenact a scene from the movie airplane because that movie has some crazy great uh, you know things happening inflate you know that, a co-pilot sure, that replaces a sick kareem abdul jabbar if exactly. it keeps you from peeing on people i'm yeah. all for it you know nothing will I'm stop in. me from peeing <laughs> on people jennifer wow, but okay. you know there's that <laughs> talking about you having them duke it Nope. <laughs> Talking about you having them duke it out of the aisle. The one scene from Airplane when they're all standing in line waiting to slap that one woman uh-huh. who's going yeah. nutso. We just need to recreate scenes from Airplane. Mm-hmm. Done. Oh. That would land. Nothing would land the plane faster. <laughs> airplane three. Nothing. Yes. None. <laughs> I'd give you a huge no. <laughs> um, I do agree with you, Jen, that they seem to, in the post 9-11 world, ground or divert these planes way too quickly. Because and that's not because of 9-11. It's they're well, trying to force us to behave the way they wanted to, to us to behave by threatening that they're going to divert. If you don't sit down and be quiet, if you don't turn off your cell phone, if you don't stop ordering too many drinks, we're going to divert this. Are you talking about <laughs> yeah, yourself? A lot of that sounds pretty... If you, stop, if you don't that stop sounds somewhat that personal. Um, <laughs> um, I, uh, if you don't stop trying to intubate people... No. If... If a terrorist took like over, if a terrorist took over a plane that I was on, I would be, of course, sad about dying. But if they made us just land somewhere else, I would oh, be more help? mad yeah, exactly. about the delay yeah, I in the traveling. Salt Lake City yeah. with the terrorists. I was once on a plane that was diverted to Salt Lake City because there was a problem with the landing gear. We made an emergency landing. We had to get in crash position. This really happened to me. Wow. The I, I lived. Uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> but my biggest thought in the whole thing was not. Wow, we might die. It was, I can't believe that we have to land in Salt Lake City. Mm-hmm. 
and stay here because we were all supposed to be. We were supposed to be going somewhere else that was in a different direction. So I'm with you on the uh, the. They should be much more judicious about uh, landing the planes. I I would say if there's a landing gear problem, I will. I will. I will go ahead and say that's probably a diversion. Like, I can go with that. Where would you divert that to? Like, um, a ball pit? <laughs> a giant? I mean, where would you... D- if they have landing gear problems, that's the biggest problem is landing. <laughs> that's, the, that's the main challenge at that point. Oh. Do you remember... Oh, I can't think of anywhere. Do you remember when, know. as a nation, we all held our breath as Taryn Manning and others were on a JetBlue flight? That had the wheel sideways, and they had to make an emergency landing. Taryn Manning. I did not know Taryn Manning. We almost lost Taryn Manning. Oh no! Like I, eleven years ago. This is I before no I think she was even in Hustle and Flow. You I guys, no it was idea. a close call. <laughs> All right, I'm going to give that Taryn Manning um, anecdote a major no. Uh, next up on the list, yes or no? There is a, a, a young uh, football player named Josh Shaw who plays football for the University of Southern California. He hurt his ankle, and he uh, told the coaches that this was because he was jumping off a balcony to save his uh, nephew who was drowning in a swimming pool. Later, it turned out, after USC had released a press release lauding his heroism, uh, it turned out that he had actually totally made the story up and that he was nowhere near a pool or a nephew uh, when he jumped off of whatever balcony he jumped off. This was the quote from... A guy named Steve Sarkeesian, who we're, uh, we're somewhat familiar with out here. We are extremely disappointed in Josh. He let us all down. As I've said, nothing in his background led us to doubt him when he told us of his injuries. He didn't apparently have a history of lying about saving children um, <laughs> previous to this that they knew of. Uh, nor did anything after our initial vetting of his story. I appreciate that Josh has now admitted that he lied and has apologized. Okay. Obviously, lying gets a major no. But well, some people lie sometimes. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> I think some people at this table have had a lot of their lies chronicled on this show. <laughs> Are you talking about yourself? <laughs> well, I mean, I did once tell somebody that I volunteered with children with muscular dystrophy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which was not true. I also once told a, a party that I made the cake I made from scratch, and the reason it was moist is that I left it on the porch for 20 minutes. Right. I just, this is all coming uh, back What about the time that I that my teeth were bleeding profusely during my cleaning because I refused to floss, and the hygienist said, your teeth are bleeding really profusely. Could you be pregnant? And I said, yep. And then I had to find a new dentist because I would rather <laughs> her think I'm pregnant than that I don't floss. Yeah. I mean, wow. I'm Well, just you had saying, a lot on your mind with that pregnancy. Who has time to floss? <laughs> I know. I'm just saying sometimes you get in a fight with your girlfriend and yeah. you're like, I'm taking this DVD player and I'm going out the balcony and then you fall and sprain your ankle. And what are you going to say? Obviously, you were saving a drowning child. That's that actually, to me, makes perfect sense. Yeah. Lying is like 95% of what I do. Um, <laughs> my question, Jen, you really, you really jumped at that one. My question really was... <laughs> I felt like you were being judgy about this No, no, guy. no, I wasn't. I, my, my question was, lying uh, in the, you know, lying about important things is probably not a great idea. That, I think that gets a pretty serious no. But I'm wondering, to save people's feelings, to smooth things over, is lying okay sometimes? Yes. Sean, no. do, you ever, uh, do you ever lie to save my feelings? And would you please, in your answer, lie <laughs> if it's hurtful? I lie to you all the time, Luke, to save your feelings. You weren't even lost in traffic, were you? Nope. I was you at were at my... deja vu. <laughs> I was at deja vu that getting a deja You were looking for the go. one ugly one. <laughs> Did anybody else grow up in the Pacific Northwest and drive past the deja vu on yes. Lake City Way that said, 
hundreds of beautiful girls and three ugly ones. Right. I, I just, even as a kid, I, I, well, first of all, I didn't really know what was going on in there. But then later when I learned, I thought, that's got to be a really, it's got to be a, a, a kind of a, a mixed blessing when you do your audition and there's a guy, I assume he has like a pencil thin mustache, he's smoking a cigarette and he goes, okay, good news, we're hiring you. Bad news, you're not one of the beautiful ladies. <laughs> like what? I, I don't understand why that was a why that was an attraction. But well, anyway. you know what? We we don't know if actually the uh, three ugly ones were uh, ugly on the outside or the inside. They could have. That just would had be ugly, great they if they were just... the most physically attractive ones, but they were just jerks. Yeah, I just we heard, don't we don't know this. I just heard something today that I loved, which is my anaconda don't want none unless you've got a kind heart. What? Yep. Isn't that wonderful? <laughs> Who that said is. that? I believe it was Sir Mix-a-Lot and Minaj yep. said that. That, that uh, actually, that did wow. happen. That's a real song. I don't know. Okay, so here's that. a question. Is yeah. it ever, Sean, is it ever okay to lie if you're sparing someone's feelings, if you're trying to just make everything more okay and peaceful? I don't know. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just say no. Mm. Um, I mean, I, I, I also want to kind of say it maybe depends on the situation. Like if it's such a small – We don't have a maybe sound effect, but uh, we'll get one. Well, yeah, that's going to be crucial actually. That I was think a huge oversight. Just get a drop from that Carly Sorta? Rae Jepsen song. Yeah, all right. Maybe. Type maybe into maybe. the system here and see what it gets. I don't know. Later, as I've grown older in my, in my uh, older and wiser years, Luca – Lucifer, Luke yep. and Jennifer. Sure. Um, I, I don't like lying. I used to lie. I used to white lie a lot. I used yeah. to uh, just white a lot. Did you ever white get people. caught in a terrible lie <laughs> uh, that you can talk about here in front of these children in Labradoodles? Um, They're I, actually golden doodles. I know that. I was testing you. Yeah, yeah, I, I have. I've, caught, I've been caught in a couple of lies. I've also been almost caught in some lies. Um, so I'll tell you about an almost caught. All right. Is that okay? Yeah, absolutely. So back when I was in high school, I worked at Taco Time. Um, good, good, fresh, fresh, talking about the very best anytime is Taco Time. Um, I don't know if that's still their slogan, but it should be. Mm -hmm. So I was working at Taco Time. When it's called, I, and now it's called Taco Time, home of almost caught liars. <laughs> so I had, uh, the night before, told my boss that I couldn't work because it was my dad's birthday. And so he gave me the night off because I just didn't want to work. I wanted to go and do some partying or something, right? And so it's I, your dad's birthday. It's my dad's birthday. So uh, yeah. Joe Eggers, if you're listening, I was totally lying. Um, and so the next day, though, I go to work and I see my dad strolling on up to Taco Time, coming in to probably get a coffee and a taco, right? Um, and so Joe's working, Joe Eggers, my boss at the time, yeah. who did promote me to manager when I was only 18 years old. Not to brag. I was bragging. Oh. To uh, brag. <laughs> and so I see my dad walking in. Joe's in the back. And uh, I say, hey, dad. Uh, so just for, you know, just for giggles, uh, <laughs> if Joe asks you, if he asks you if it was your birthday last night, just play along. Just play along and say, yeah. And he was like, oh, okay. And so Joe comes up because I just had a feeling that it was going to come up. I had a feeling Joe was going to Yeah, say, I think that was a fairly safe guess on your part that the guy who gave you the night off for your dad's birthday, when he saw your dad 11 hours later, was right. going to say, how was your birthday? Right. So he did. Hey, happy birthday, Ken. Oh, oh, yeah, thanks. So he gives oh. my dad a free coffee and a taco, and my dad just goes along with it. I'm like, thanks, Dad. I don't remember if I ever did explain to him why. Actually, the moral of the story is that that lie was awesome. Your dad got free lunch. <laughs> and side note, your dad said it was his birthday every time he went in there for the next four and a half years. Yeah. 
No, I mean, I've told some whoppers in my day. I can't really think of any right off the top of my head. But as I've grown older, lying, no way, man. It just doesn't, it doesn't help any situation. My lying history, I get caught about 50% of the time, but I still do it all the time. So I 80, have to go with yes. 80% of the time, I get 50. caught 50% of the time. <laughs> um, what, I'm, still, I'm still like, you're saying no, yeah, and I'm you're saying, saying no. yes. enthusiastically yes. yes on lying. Well, Jen, okay. then if I lie to you at some point in our lives together here, mm-hmm. don't get I mad. I forgive you. Thanks. Oh, wow. And I hope that you'll do the same for me. No, I won't because I'm against it. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I'm saying if I lie to you, you're not against it, so boom. Right. All right, last topic here on our Yes, No segment. Um, uh, Jen, you found this story about picky eaters in uh, the uh, BuzzFeed uh, Internet magazine. And um, we thought because this is a potluck, a dessert-heavy potluck, though it may be, um, that we should talk about picky eating. Picky eaters, yes or no? It's a tough one because my gut is no. Yeah. However, I do understand that some people have dietary I understand. If I don't have... think that dietary stuff, if it's no. legitimate no. Yeah, dietary exactly. stuff, that doesn't count as picky. Exactly. But I'm not talking about you don't like how it tastes. I have That's a not hard... a legitimate dietary concern. Right. I, I have a very hard time with a grown-up coming to dinner and saying, oh, I don't eat fish or red meat or pork or chicken. And then you say, what do you eat? And they say, halibut. Mm. Well, I don't yeah. have any halibut and right they now. Say, and they say, I only eat halibut for the halibut. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just for the halibut. All right. That one, that we'll one didn't do it. work. That, that one was didn't. not good, but we're going to prop it up. Nope. That one didn't not work. even the laugh plate could make that I work. I see That's... some people smiling out Actually, there. I see some people leaving. Oh, you're right. That's all right. They're, yeah. It's late. Sorry, guys. It's late. I, don't, I have to say no on picky eaters. I do. I think, I mean, uh, if you're an adult and you can't, like, eat a, uh, for instance, I don't like mushrooms. Mm-hmm. And I've. And I, I know I've tried the black truffle and I've tried the portobello. I've tried them. I don't like them. I don't, it, it's, it's not just the taste. It's the texture. I don't like them. And I eat them all the time because you're at people's houses for dinner all the time. And they put mushrooms in the food and you just eat it because you're an adult. Are this, I'm tr- is this wow. applause for wow. not liking mushrooms or applause <laughs> for mushrooms, for not liking mushrooms? Oh, for eating mushrooms. For these being are, a big boy these, and a big girl. These are fungus fans. I yeah. see. Okay. I don't really yeah, – I don't go in for the mushrooms either. In fact, my, my relationship with my lovely wife is built – I'd say about 80% of it is based on the fact that we both hate mushrooms. <laughs> when, well, when everything else falls apart, we can at least rally around that one shared ideal. I think ideal. that's kind of a popular one that people don't like, and I'm sure lots of people here don't like mushrooms. But what we all do is we say, you've invited me into your home for dinner, and I'm going to eat the mushroom. It's just not that big of a deal. This is what I'll say about picky eating. You're only hurting yourself. I wish we had uh, Andrew Walsh here because Andrew Walsh, as has been talked about on the show, um, is that an Andrew Walsh fan or a yeah. mushroom fan? Andrew eating a mushroom <laughs> fan. I'm a, it's both. It's all of them. Okay. Um, I, uh, it, you know, I've eaten out with Andrew many, many times, and it's like there's just – it's like he has the ability to taste the entire spectrum, but he chooses to taste an incredibly small part of the taste spectrum. And I think that that is unfortunate. So if somebody's a picky eater, certainly that's that's your choice and you can go through your life that way. But you're actually kind of missing out on a lot of things that are well, fun and enriching. What if somebody comes over and, you know, is, is sort of, you know, you put the food on their plate and they're like, okay, great, thanks for this food. And then as you're eating dinner, they sort of pick out a little bit of green pepper, pick out a little bit of mushroom and just have it sort of on the outer rim of the plate. 
Well, that, I think some people are super good at that, and I think if you can pull that off without like hurting the feelings mm-hmm. of your hostess, I'm I'm all for it because it's lying, by the way. Well, no, here's no, but here's no, the no, problem. As no, here not. is the problem. They here's have the problem. Taste. They have here's the problem. <laughs> if you but you're talking about moving the food around so they can't tell no, that you're not eating t- the bell no, pepper. I didn't. No, yeah. oh, it's yeah. all oh. on the outer rim of the plate, girl. So you're building a pile I'm, on the side of the no food. Yeah. Yeah, yes, and you you've think got, that's okay? No, no, I'm asking you, oh, Jennifer. I would say now that's. Not I don't okay. like that I'm calling you Jennifer. It's Jen. beca- yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen you in so long. Yeah, <laughs> I just think your name now should be Jennifer. We're actually all now on a last name basis, <laughs> which is weird. You're Mrs. That Andrews. Would be funny if it was just like Burbank. <laughs> yeah. How about Mr. Burbank? We could get Downton Abbey on it. Here's a, I, I've been having this problem lately because I have been um, trying to eat less carbohydrates, and what that means is. Every time I order food, I have to choose between either at the outset of the meal saying something incredibly terrible like I did today. Can I get the turkey, avocado, no bun? You either have to say that, which is one of the worst things you can ever say, or you order it normally, does not seem like such a weirdo, and then you leave this like airplane graveyard of carbs that you did not eat. Like all the croutons, all the buns. But then you have the people were like, did you not like it? And it's like, I did. I would have, I would have eaten. I would like let my dog eat this and yak it up and then re-eat it. That's how much I want to eat a carb right now. But that's how vain I am that I'm not eating well, any of these carbs. I would say, first of all, that uh, eating in a restaurant is completely different. I say you know, be as picky as you want in a restaurant. You're paying for it. You can decide what I, the whole point of a restaurant is you're picking from a menu what you want to eat and what you don't want to eat. So I don't I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think you're right, though, that having to have the awkward conversation at the end of the night was was something wrong. Yeah, it's bad. And, then, and, and it all comes back to honesty. Just say, no, there was nothing wrong. I just should have been uh, forthright with you and said, no bun, please. Do you think you should say no bun or should you just pick the bun off? Well, like if you're ordering. I, I hate being judged by the waiter. Let me you ask know. this. Carrie, Carrie, because you're the one who's trapped with me uh, when I'm doing this ordering. What is, what's the least weird to not get the bun first or to just like leave the carb graveyard? Yep. Yeah. She says it's better to say no buns. It's better because yeah, no you're not buns. wasting the buns. How about as the other person, what's the more embarrassing thing? I mean, it's obviously all embarrassing, but what's the least embarrassing of the two? Carrie oh, yeah. is not embarrassed. Luke is embarrassed. You're not embarrassed? This that is, is the one time in our issue. relationship you're not embarrassed of me. <laughs> That's huge. Wow. That is huge. That our is next wonderful. date night is we're just going to the Olive Garden, and I'm ordering the limited breadsticks. <laughs> Can you limit these to zero? Please. Um, hey, should we announce the Chateau Saint-Michel TVTL song of the summer? This is a biggie. Uh, you know uh, who I think we should have uh, help with this is my little brother, David Burbank, who I think is here. I hope he's still here. Stand up, youngster. Come on up. Come on come up to this microphone. I didn't tell you. He can just use that one. I didn't. Oh, yeah, I have it right here written down. Here, yeah, you can have this. Okay. Take a second to let it sink in for a minute. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, grab that microphone. Let's make sure that it's it's working. Um, This is the youngest Burbank. So I am 38. David is 18. No, no. Just take it off the. (laughs) Are you proposing to that microphone, sir? Uh, David, turn turn around. Say hi to everybody, uh, please. Uh, Wait. Hold on. We're going to turn your microphone on. That mic should be on. It's the crowd mic. Yeah. No. That sounds good. I'd keep that. (laughs) No. It's it's potted up. Maybe it's not working. Uh, All right, David. You're going to have to use Jennifer's then. 
By the way, all of your a great laughing and uh, and clapter was apparently not captured by Wait. the microphone, which is a bunch of bull. Bunch of bull. Okay, I just turned that down now. Okay, Davey, let's see. Can we hear you on that one? All right. Okay, yeah? you have to stay back here, I think. <laughs> okay. It's a, a fairly jank. Uh, yeah, you know what, Jen? You're off the show. <laughs> it's been great. It's been really great. All right, David, so here, just stay there. Stay there. This is my little brother, David. I'd like to introduce him to you guys. Hello, everyone. You're seeing the... You're seeing the bookends of the Burbank family uh, lineage, House Burbank, however you want to describe it. Um, and uh, Dave, thanks for helping us with the song of the summer. Oh yeah, no problem. It was my honor. And uh, and appreciate you <laughs> using up most of most of your TJ Maxx lunch breaks to be on the show. Oh yeah, well, I mean, all else, the only other thing I would do would be like eat hot pockets or something like that. <laughs> okay, good. Well, I'm glad we Listen saved you from those from those race. hot pockets. Okay, so here we go. Uh, I'm going to play the drum roll. Will you just tell us, please, uh, what the song of the summer is? I'm sorry. This is broken, actually. I'm playing that. Is that the song? I'm sorry. That's actually not. That's not. Please tell us the song of the summer. Uh, that's also. There's a. I don't know. It's a kind of a weird uh, situation here. Okay, sorry. I'm uh, sorry. Uh, David, please. Song of the Summer. The song of the Summer for 2014 is Miniature Tigers Swimming Pool Blues. Oh, look at that. It wasn't really broken. I was playing those on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, congratulations uh, to our friends, Miniature Tigers. This is the one of the, the one band we can get on. I know and get behind. And 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 but when you say that, you mean we can get them on the show? Yeah. Oh, it sounded okay. a little. I was going dirty with it. <laughs> oh. I knew you didn't mean no, it in I a sexual way. I just way. said that I know for a fact that they're willing to play a medium-priced family Mexican. I know. <laughs> Which side fun. note is fun. being turned? I think into condos. Mm-hmm. Well, Although they've been they've been threatening to do that for about. <laughs> they've been threatening to do that for years. Um, congratulations, and also a big thanks to uh, Chateau Saint Michel for sponsoring TBTL, for letting us come out here, for sponsoring the Song of the Summer. All right. Oh goodness. Let's um, let's answer some uh, some audience questions here. I'm grabbing these. Uh, you want this music still going? Yeah, sure. And it's better than whatever we're going to talk about. <laughs> uh, and being fair. Um, okay. Um, do you want to just like here, Sean? Take a few. Why don't you pick your favorite? I'll pick my favorite. Uh, Jen doesn't like that one. That's fine. Nothing mean. Ooh, there was a mean one in there. Um, okay. How about this, Luke? Why the hell did you move to Port Townsend? I know you said, but I missed it. Uh, first of all, how dare you? This is. We say collector's edition for a reason, okay? This show is a very precious, precious treasure, really, for a family, for the whole family that you should be, <laughs> although don't listen to it with your family. Um, you should be listening to every show. But uh, we, uh, we moved up to Port Townsend because um, you know how when you go on vacation and you actually get to the point where you've relaxed and, oh, thank oh, you. Thank is that you. a tip? Yeah. I'm dying for that. Tip is short in the By show. the way, tips appreciated up here, okay? Thank you. Um, you know how when you go on vacation and you're it's kind of stress even the first couple days of vacation can be stressful because you're still decompressing from the trip and from figuring out the plan for the vacation and then there's this moment in the middle of the vacation where 
you take a breath and you feel physically different. That is how I feel all the time when I'm in Port Townsend. And if you could feel that way all the time you were somewhere, you would probably want to live there if you could. And thanks to the miracle of technology, I can do the show from up there. So, um, so yeah, so that's, I think, a short answer for I moved up there. It's a very peaceful, tranquil place. And if you ever come up there to that small maritime village and check it out, I think you'll agree that it's, it's, it's pretty. It's basically like this lawn, but a whole city of this lawn, except there are no kids. First of all. That asshole dog is actually there. She lives there. Her name's Rudy. That dog barking. Yeah, is that is, dog. is my dog. dog. <laughs> in in total contraposition to the Gary Busey clip, that dog that's barking is my dog. I have a question for you, Luke. What percentage of your life is devoted to TBTL? Doing five um, shows a week. Percentage of my life, it probably is about four hours every day. So that's a couple hours of putting wow. the plan together for the show. That's an hour of doing the show and then an hour of, like, putting it up on the Internet. And uh, the other day, I don't. Th- th- a lot of you were uh, messaging me that the file was corrupted. The file was intentionally corrupted because what I had done was inadvertently left, like, a 15-minute conversation with me and Andrew, <laughs> which was before the show started. We were just talking about a bunch it's of, like, like, my biggest fear. Yeah, right? well, this is the danger of this whole Internet radio business. Oh. We were, like, having this huge heart-to-heart about a whole bunch of various things, and I, I made a mental note to myself, which was, make sure you erase the first 15 minutes of this file, and then I just put it up on the Internet. Oh, no. <laughs> but then I realized, and so then I just, like, disabled the file <laughs> until I could fix it. So there's a little bit of that that goes into it, too, which is making sure that it kind of uh, uploaded and worked. Um, but I would say that it's, it's probably four to five hours a day wow. of, uh, you know, TBTL-related uh, uh, business stuff like that. I have a question for Sean. Why is there no TBTL pinata? That's a good question. Pinata Pete. Yeah, no, that's a really good question. I haven't made a pinata in um, in a little bit. I haven't felt inspired um, or hired, probably. Or yeah, or hired. Um, I've also been uh, um, sad, but no, I haven't made a pinata in a while because I haven't been inspired. So, what do you think would be a good what would be a good uh, pinata for TV? There well, there's so many kids here tonight, and so I'm not going to get into it. But the last pinata of yours that I enjoyed right. had a very adult things inside of oh, it. Oh, was it at my birthday party? Yeah. Was it the robot? Yeah. Oh, yep. right. That had some. Yep. That was adult my things. very first pinata. Did that have prophylactics yeah. inside <laughs> yeah. of it? It had vibrators. Oh. No glove, no love, people. We tiny, got babies having babies tiny vibrators. at a lot of but, Sean's parties. But we weren't going to talk about it because it was adult. And I'm not, and when I say tiny vibrators, I don't, mean, no. I don't mean tiny things that women use. I mean tiny Michael J. Foxes. Oh, that's worse. Is that? That is worse. Sorry. We, why don't we uh, have no. a boo plate? Nope. This side of the plate means boo. Hey, I like Michael J. Fox. <laughs> Um, okay, hold on. I had a, <laughs> this kid brought this question up. I don't like lying, remember? Okay, Gwenny. I don't know what um, Oh. For David, for my little brother David, how did giving two weeks notice go at TJ Maxx? It went all right. They, they want you to stay on, but you're not, not going, going to. to. Uh, Nobody's hurt more than that uh, by, than Rudy. <laughs> um, by that next, than Rudy. Next question um, I'm pretty sure I'm supposed to use an inflection, so I will. It's kind of the the classic TBTL query. Did you poop? <laughs> Anyone? Uh, I'm going to tell you guys that when we were setting this thing up that we're sitting in, before you guys got here, all hell was breaking loose. The guy who was setting up the speakers didn't bring the right 
equipment, even though I had sent a very specific email with a list of equipment. And the uh, this tent, it was in the wrong place, and we had to carry it with these heavy weights, and various people were talking to me. And my overriding thought was, I am about to shit my pants. <laughs> I was having this, like, m- a moment of deep pooping pain, and I just thought, like, this is the one of the worst possible times for this to happen. And then it went away, and I haven't gone to the bathroom. So right now we're okay-ish, but I'm going to need to wait so till the very— the answer is no at this point. The answer is maybe, and this is another reason why we need a maybe sound effect. <laughs> I'll tell you at the end of the night how that went. Did I, you poop today, Sean? Um, I did earlier. I've been a little constipated because I've been eating cheese. Nope. <laughs> I'm lactose intolerant. Nope. Uh, so I have some. I have a question. <laughs> hey, man, it wasn't my question. One of you guys wanted to know if And we also, pooped. Jen, you're the one who read it. I mean, that's kind yeah, of on Jen. you a little bit. It was so clearly rhetorical. Yeah, right. So, Jen, here's a question for um, you, me, and Andrew. Um, mm. and, 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 and Luke, I suppose. But, that's uh, all right. I'll stand down. <laughs> is it voluntary participation from Sean, Andrew, Jen, or is there compensation then on the side here it says, please pay them, happy face. Um, podcasting is, is not a um, – you don't do podcasting to make a living. You do it for no. the love of it. No. Uh, Unless you're Mark Maron. Uh, uh, Andrew gets paid a little something because we do it five days a week. Sean um, is actually, I have to say, you're incredibly sweet because when we've done things, I've said, hey, can I at least get your gas money or something, you're always like, no. Now, if tonight, if you'd known you were going to drive <laughs> over 30,000 miles, I think you would have probably wanted to expense yeah. that. Well, no, but uh, when we do live events, I mean, I don't have to pay for those flights. I mean, No, of course. It would, that would be great. Hey, by the way, you owe us a lot of money right. for those no, flights. So that's you really one of the, need those. That's one of the coolest perks is, is you know, is, is having that. My, my dream would be if we could get to the point where uh, we were able to, with TBTL, kind of have it be staffed like a regular radio show where we had multiple people that worked on the show and we're like just like a, a, a much more similar to a radio show kind of environment like what we had at Cairo. That's not quite possible yet, although thank you, you guys, so much for supporting TBTL, which is why we're able to still do it five days a week and I'm able to spend half of my week doing it in terms of, you know, hours out of the day. But uh, but but that is definitely the goal. As of right now, Andrew does get paid, and these guys don't. So I guess um, um, if you can give them a ride home or something, that would be really <laughs> amazing because they're kind of they're needing it right now. They're hurting. Uh, I have a question uh, that was uh, uh, sent in. If you had to pick the last meal, what would you eat, and with whom uh, would you share it? Hmm. Well, mashed potatoes. This is the hard. This this is the hardest question in terms of the who would you share with for Sean, for you and I, yeah. right? It's not actually. Yeah. I'm sorry for you, you and, and me. me. Mm-hmm. You and I would share share it with our significant others. Yeah, mm. uh, which would be awkward for them, but I I still think we should try. Um, <laughs> if Flash, well, yeah, I, I assume Jason, right? Yeah, I would share it with Jason. Uh, you have to say <laughs> that because he's here, I guess. I don't. I mean, is Ryan Gosling? I mean, is that an option? Sure, you're living in fantasy world. We all yeah. are right now. Well, then Ryan Gosling. I actually took Jason in for his haircut, and I said to the lady, you know, make him look like Ryan. Make Gosling. him look like Ryan Gosling. <laughs> Whatever you gotta do. Yeah. I, Sur- I by a- the way, surgery is not off the list. <laughs> Whatever you need to do. I. This is kind of a fun one. Do you think you would ever do another listener submission-driven show? 
I think we're doing it right now, <laughs> right? The Reddit? The, I mean, the, the idea you came up with about oh. Ask Me Anything? Oh, yeah, that my idea. Oh, you mean like a Doug Schreckengost? Yeah. What is that? Yeah. I think that's what they mean. We had a we had a guy once who listened to our show for I believe it, he listened for one week. Yeah. And he wrote us a letter. He said, "My name is Doug Schreckengost. I listened to your show for one week, and I'm pretty sure you're going to run out of stuff to talk about." This is how he started the letter, and he said, "I humbly submit these topics." And we d- devoted one show a night. I mean, we did a whole segment every night to one of his topics, and it was pretty fun. Would you consider doing that again? Absolutely. Happily, um, but there's but there's. Are something. you lying though? Because people out there will submit. Stuff. I'm not lying at all. But here, but this is but this is a related question. Uh, can Jen come back more? Smiley face. <laughs> That's really the question. Because those, I mean, le- like you guys, if you've been a longtime listener of the show, you know that the the all of the good genius production on the show is all the result of Jen Flash Andrews. So if you if you can pop by every once in a while. We can coordinate more things like uh, guest producer Doug Schreckengoss type weeks. Okay. <laughs> um, and then, okay, what would your last meal be, though? Mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes. Just mashed potatoes. Not a Dick's cheeseburger and vitamin water. <laughs> Isn't that your hangover cure? Yeah, well, smart water. Smart water, excuse me. Because I'm supporting Jen Aniston. Yeah, right. And, and you're not supporting uh, 50 Cent, no. who owns vitamin water, I do believe. Or <laughs> right. he does. Has, has a portion yeah. of vitamin water. Um, I, My... My uh, Jason, my husband, is actually really kind because I have three things. I only have three things that cure a hangover. Mashed potatoes, mac and cheese, or Dick's Burger. And those things are not easy to come by at 6 in the morning. Mm-hmm. And he somehow manages to do it. That so is. That's why I would share my last meal with him. And I'm pretty sure I would be hungover and it would be mashed potatoes or mac and cheese or Dick's Burger. If you did it right, your last meal would be yep. a hungover one because it would mean that you were sort of yep. partying down in the, yep. in the final hours. Detori. Last meal. Last um, meal. Does it mean that I'm going to die afterwards, right? No, you just can never eat again. <laughs> so I'll die afterwards. Yeah, of course, you're dying. Okay. That's the whole. <laughs> That'd be great if in the, the U.S. I can't think of any other scenario <laughs> yeah. in which it's a last meal. <laughs> Maybe for the day. I don't know. Last meal before you go to England. Right. Where the food is terrible. That would really that would radically change the U.S. prison system if they just gave people last meals who weren't even being executed. They were just like anything you want, and no more after that. Oh, you're you're, you're in for burglary. All right, cool. All right, Sean, last meal. You uh, are dying right after this. I am. Yes, I. Uh, I'm gonna say uh, just what's popping in my head right now is uh, my friend Rachel makes some really great homemade lasagna. She makes a nice bechamel. Uh, yeah, thank you, Rudy. He's mm-hmm. he knows what's up. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a girl, but that's all right. <laughs> well, you don't know that, do you? Uh, checked. <laughs> okay. All right, that's weird. But um, okay. So, and no, then who would, would you have uh, the meal with? Who would you have the meal with? Um, I would have the meal uh, with Rachel. Oh uh, wow! Okay, that's good. that's intense. I would actually. I would, if it's the same Rachel. Bell. Yeah, <laughs> I would invite her to my last meal too. Hey, she's good times. She's cool, man. I'm with you. Yeah, she likes all the puns. Oh yeah, I just. You guys that. did go to. Um, <laughs> didn't you guys go to uh, the Austin for yeah. the pun off? The, the two of you. Thirty sixth annual O Henry pun off competition. Yeah, I'm more of a fan of the thirty fifth <laughs> one they had. It was a good one. Uh, I would have, of course, I would want my uh, my wife Carrie there, who I love, and I would also expressly ban Rudy um, from being there, just because I want to oh. enjoy it. I want to enjoy it, and uh, I would have. What would I have? I would probably. Well, I would. I would want it to happen in one of those uh, Brazilian steakhouse 
type places. I'm so sure you were going to say Taco Bell. No, no, no. Taco, Taco time. time. Taco time. Oh, Do sorry. you even know me? I can never remember which is the bad one and which is the good one. Cause... God, don't you know I'm human, too, <laughs> and that I love Taco Time? And Rudy is a female. Thank you. Uh, I would uh, want it to be one of those Brazilian steakhouses, and I would just, but what I would do, and this would be a little kind of like Devil Went Down to Georgia, Charlie Daniels Band-esque face-off between me and the Grim Reaper, I would, um, by the way, uh, funny story, uh, Carrie and I were at this uh, get-together with a bunch of people in Seattle a few weeks ago, and we ran into a friend of Carrie's, and I said to her about her husband, I said, and in my mind at the time, it seemed like a funny joke, I said, he looks just like the Grim Reaper. (laughs) And she reacted in the way that you would if you heard your husband looks like death. There's no coming back from that. There either. isn't. Because there's something where you so say hard. something and you can, you can make it neat. But there's, it's like, you know, just like because he's got a hood. No, he doesn't. Nope. <laughs> I was like, he's tall and no, thin. Not. I really did. I was like trying to make it about like how he's thin. And then he, he, he ambled past and I was like, I think he actually kind of put on weight. <laughs> so that one thing didn't even hold up. You really don't come back from one what, of those. What did she of, say to you? She just cocked her head, <laughs> kind of like, "Did you say he's like the here messenger to, of death? He's the messenger of death, or you think is he dying soon? It wasn't. It did not. <laughs> How would you describe the look on her face, Carrie? <laughs> he is also. He's like twenty years it's older than worse. her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's Carrie is saying that for the recording that people often mistake her for the him for the father because he's a lot older than her. So yeah, I really picked a, I picked a sensitive uh, a subject. I would uh, I would but in my, as I squared off with the uh, angel of death, I would take like at the Brazilian steakhouse that red and green little like token that you flip over and I'd put it right on its edge, and I would just leave it there, and then they wouldn't know what to do. I'd probably get to exist in some kind of a meat purgatory for I could buy a few weeks that way. I think. I could extend the last meal out. (laughs) Um, The uh, last question that we're going to do, and then we're going to get out of here. What is more satisfying, Joffrey's poisoning in Game of Thrones or – come on, you guys, seriously. If you don't know that, you need to get right with your maker. Uh, And your maker is uh, probably Sansa. Is that who we think did it? Sansa's uh, the, the, the lady from High Garden. Yeah, I mean, I think it's the grandma. The grandma from High Garden, probably. Uh, what is more satisfying, a Joffrey's poisoning in Game of Thrones, or th- I guess this question is f- specific to me, <laughs> cat rolling Andrew? <laughs> for for me, it is definitely cat rolling Andrew. I got him so good the other show. I don't know if you guys have caught up with this one, but I did it twice. What can I get a, a show of uh, a, a, by applause? And we're almost done. I promise. Um, uh, by applause, how many people? Hate it when I play the Cat Game of Thrones. Applause if you hate me playing the Cat Game of Thrones. Okay. Applause if you if, if it makes you laugh, if you think it's funny. But I, wow. Well, I guess the nays have it. Overwhelming. That totally reminded me of the um, at the Hunger Games book club when I said, was there anyone here who didn't like it? That one guy was like, me. No, yeah. <laughs> what was that about? He did not like it. I know. We've Jeez. had a lot of conversations I wrote about a song it. about that guy. Um. <laughs> hey, new, new uh, by applause. How many people have been singing that song to just mess with their boyfriend, girlfriend, cat? For the last, like, week since we started playing it on the show. 
That song has been really stuck in my head. Um, all right, so I guess that's about it. Um, I want to say thank you, uh, Jen Flash Andrews, for, for being here. Uh, thank you, Sean DeTori. Thank you so much to Chateau Saint Michel for sponsoring the show. Thank you to all of you for coming out here. Um, and uh, was and it being thirty minutes? Of, uh, it was about an hour and thirty minutes. I think <laughs> is where we're at. Uh, we may try to get some karaoke going with this top flight machine that our our, our account executive for the radio station, Heidi. By the way, big thanks to Heidi Lowe, who has helped make all this happen as well. And Heidi Lowe is always on her grind. She borrowed this karaoke machine from a friend's child's birthday. So we're going to see see if this, thing, if this thing can bang it out in the na- last 19 minutes of uh, our time here. Uh, thanks to all of you for being here. We really appreciate it. And uh, we will see you guys tomorrow with more Imaginary Radio. Uh, until then, uh, please remember, no mountain too tall. And good luck to all. Swaying in the summer breeze Showing off the silver leaves As we walked by Soft kisses on a summer's day Christy? Nope, you're not supposed to talk. We're done. <laughs> Thanks, Judy Sam, for the cookies. (laughs) Nailed it.